Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Today I'm going to give us the key to being a successful endurance athlete. So for those of you that are listening to the podcast or are interested in endurance sport, here's the key to being good at that. Here's the key to being successful in whatever sport that happens to be. You simply have to learn to resist the urge to quit. Now, notice the first word I said there. You have to learn to resist the urge to quit. The reason why I place this up there as a necessary skill for a successful endurance athlete to possess is because all of us, myself included, right? I'm a cyclist. I'm involved in endurance sport. Like all of us, we all know very well that within workouts, within competitions, there come these moments where we want to quit where we want to slow down, where we would rather be doing something else, where we are questioning if what we're doing is going to be worth it in the long run, right? We have these moments that occur in training and in competition. I'll call them, you know, dark moments, low points where we begin to question, And that question can be answered very simply or, you know, the question can be resolved very simply by we can quit. We can slow our pace down. We can begin to give less effort. We can all together just stop and make it all go away and make it all end. Now, on the surface, why do we get to those places? Okay. On the surface level, the reason why we get to the place of questioning, the place of doubt, the place of wanting to, thinking that quitting is a good option in that particular moment is because we are uncomfortable. Because there is a certain level of discomfort that we are experiencing, whether that be, you know, on a muscular level, uh, in our bodies, Something is happening, we don't like it, we don't like the way that we feel, and so therefore we are thinking to ourselves, it'd be great to be able to slow down here, it'd be great to be able to quit, whatever that happens to be. But notice that I said, that is surface level. Because what's really going on underneath the surface And the answer is that we are connecting that feeling of discomfort. So it does count for something, that feeling of, man, my legs hurt or, you know, my lungs feel like they're on fire or whatever that happens to be, right? We're connecting that, those sensations of discomfort, but we're connecting them. So that's on the surface level, but then we're going beneath the surface and we're connecting those to 
some kind of metric, something we're trying to measure that brings value to us. So for me as a cyclist, for example, that would maybe be a power, a certain power output, a certain number of watts. For somebody who runs, it could be a certain time per mile, right? Cyclists sometimes also use a mile per hour average or something along those things. All of us that compete, the very common one that all of us can relate to is earning a certain place, a certain placing in a competition, right? But what ends up happening is we begin to feel discomfort. We begin to say, man, this is not the funnest thing I've ever done. This is beginning to hurt. I don't like how I feel. Is it worth it? Because this, this metric over here that I've got, this thing that I'm measuring, like I'm no longer holding a speed that I'm satisfied with. I'm no longer putting out a power output that I am satisfied with, right? Like the, the, uh, the feelings of discomfort outweigh what I'm now getting in return. You see, maybe at first I was able to deal with it for a little bit and it was worth it because I was seeing information that I liked. I was hearing information that I liked, right? I liked the place that I was in in the competition or I liked the pace per mile that I was able to maintain or I liked, you know, the power output that was coming out on, you know, my head unit on my bike or whatever, but now I'm uncomfortable and I'm feeling this discomfort. And, and now, you know, that I've, that I've, that metric is kind of getting away from me and I don't necessarily know that I can sustain that metric or keep that up. Now I'm thinking I may want to quit. Now I'm thinking I may want to back off. Now I'm thinking, you know, this is not the, this is not a great idea. So what's the answer? How can we, because I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning here, successful athletes can resist the urge to quit. They, they can resist it. Now notice, they still get, they still have these urges to quit. But, but what successful athletes are able to do is reframe that discomfort and not tie it to that metric, not hold on so strongly to that metric, placing the value of that workout or that race for that athlete. Now, what do I mean by that? If we focus on giving our best effort, becoming a better version of ourselves, pushing ourselves every day in every training session and every competition to the best of our ability. And that is true north for us. That is the metric that gets all the attention. Then we're not holding on so tightly to a power number or a pace per mile or a place, a placing in a competition. So therefore, when we're uncomfortable 
And those things start to unravel because, look, if you haven't been involved in endurance sport long enough, those things are going to happen. There are going to be days where you are giving your absolute best. And whatever metric it is that you're up against, that you're trying to, whatever standard it is that you're trying to achieve, it just isn't going to happen on that particular day. But those training sessions and those competitions can be so good for us if we can recalibrate the way that we're viewing them, our perspective on them. So it needs to be a, it's okay. I really wanted that power output. I really wanted to run that pace per mile. I really would have liked to place in this particular you know place, but... I'm giving everything I have and that doesn't seem to be happening, but that's okay. I'm going to resist the urge to quit because my metric that I am cashing all my chips in on is first and foremost my effort level, how much of myself I give, how much of myself I pour into what it is that I'm doing And I can still do that with all of my being, regardless of how slow I get, regardless of how weak I get, right? Like that's always still possible. And when we get to that place, you can resist the urge to quit. You'll keep going because Even if on paper it's a bad day, you still realize that there's tremendous growth and improvement that can be gleaned from that workout or that competition or whatever it is that you happen to be doing. But in order to do that, you've got to separate yourself from that metric assigning a value to your training session or your competition. You've got to get away from that. And so many of us get stuck in that rut. I've been there. I know. I still go there sometimes. I know. But we've got to take the time to slow down and stop and say, no, let me not let that characterize how I feel about myself. So that when I get into these low points, when I get to these dark moments, in the training and in the competition, I can keep trudging forward. I'm not going to quit because I'm not tied to that metric and I can still give all of myself regardless of what that might look like in terms of these things that we measure. So I hope that that's helpful for you. I hope that that provides you some value. This is a huge, huge area that, uh, that, you know, we have to revisit often. I don't feel like anybody in my professional experience with myself and with those that I partner with, we, none of, we don't grow out of this. We don't grow out of this tendency to start going, well, the metrics over there, man, they're not looking so good. Gosh, I must not be. Or man, they're looking really good. Man, I must be, right? I want us to, you know, the goal is for us to move back to just the genesis, 
the very elementary level of, you know, what is it that we need to be focusing on? And it needs to be, what, what is your effort level like on a, on a daily basis? How much of yourself are you giving to your activity? And if you can continuously do a good job giving all of yourself to your training, and then when you compete, giving all of yourself to your competitions, then you will find yourself being successful. Those metrics will begin to fall in line with that consistent effort level that you are giving. And I promise you that you'll be satisfied. I'd love to help you. I'd love to keep you accountable. I'd love to keep you on track. I'd love to give you some tools and such that you can use to help you to develop this skill of resisting the urge to quit because it is a skill. It's not something that some people have and some people don't. I'm running a little long now, but I want to, I just thought about this, you know, mental toughness and toughness and grit. Like a lot of people, I feel like invest a lot of stock into those statements and those buzzwords, but resisting the urge to quit is a very innocent, a very kind of cute and easy thing that you can develop as a skill. It doesn't have to be this rah, rah, rage type of thing. It can literally, it literally most of the time is, what are you focused on? What what are you thinking about? What are you trying to get out of these experiences? So, um, you know, mental toughness and grit and those kind of things, being tough, it's not something that you are, you know, born to be or not born to be. Folks, resisting the urge to quit is a skill that can be developed. So going back to what I was talking about, I would love to partner with some of you. If you guys are interested in doing that, please shoot me an email, mario at utmostperformance.org. I would love to chat with you and let's get going on this. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.